0: Hey, I had a chance to sit down with my buddy Andy Dane Carter. You might know him as the author of the book, 100 Doors. The reason why I'm bringing him to you, because so many of us have become so successful selling real estate. But his whole hook is, if you're selling it and you're not buying it, you're making a big mistake. Enjoy the show. every every 5 to 7 years i rewrite a 20 year plan right cuz i'm all about like mm-hmm. legacy like my family like the, the vision of you know the the home that we're going to have and seeing i can see it like it's so clear in my head like my my son throwing my grandchild in the air like that vision is so tight in my head that People just, like, I'm all about the long game. Now, I'm enjoying every minute along the way. Of course. But when you have that longer-term perspective, in business and in life, right, in business and in life, um, when you have that longer-term perspective, when the world becomes a shit burrito, you don't take it personally. Nope. Right, because it's all part of the journey, right? But when you're living in the moment and the world goes sideways, you're screwed.
1: You have nothing to hold on to. Bingo. You're gonna go down the toilet just like yeah. everybody else. Yeah. And there's all this doom and gloom about the real estate market and all this stuff and everybody, I'm like, settle down. One, the greatest opportunities to ever come to real estate yes. are in this space. Yes. And exactly what's going on right and,
0: now. And all the studies actually show the 200 greatest economists in real estate are all saying 2021 is when the next quote unquote recession's gonna have. Right. And when you study the last seven recessions, only one had an impact on
1: the real estate economy. Right, which was the 2008 one. But if you look eight, at, nine, it, yeah. like, you have to study the history. You have yeah. to study the math. Yeah. I make all my decisions based on history and math. Yep. And most of those people, all those brilliant economists, yes. They don't think the real estate market's gonna affect it at all. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's gonna be a little bit, but you know. But but. It, but again, it's so
0: even even right now. So we sit in a unique position because we've got you know seven thousand clients that are all over the world. But let's just take the, the the U.S. group specifically. If you look at the math right now, it's 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 an adjustment that looks something like this. If you're in the upper one third price range anywhere in the world, right? Mm-hmm. That's a little softer right mm-hmm. now. But but there's micro markets everywhere, right? The the north of fifteen million dollar price range right now in Manhattan mm-hmm. is on fire, mm-hmm. right? The coastal Orange because it's County. Discounted. No, no. It's actually you're not seeing you're not seeing big discounts necessarily. Okay. Right? Now you will see here here's the way it works. What a nice home in the high end comes on the market that's priced relatively close, not not two million dollars worth of padding for what we used to have in terms of appreciation, that's call right. it, you know, twelve to Even Mm 1617, if it's priced reasonably close and it's a nice house, it sells really fast. Of course. The problem is right now, if you're studying the MLS or you're studying the hot sheets, what you're seeing is a tremendous amount of properties that the seller's trying to cash out at the highest possible price because of of the market, Mm -hmm. but they didn't make the price, you know, they didn't make the house nice. They didn't like buyers have choices, right? Buyers have choices. If I'm gonna buy a crappy house, I'm not gonna pay a premium price. Of course. But if you show me a beautiful house with a stunning view. With a great floor plan, with you know maybe furniture included, and you price it with a premium, I'm going to negotiate with you. I'm going to bid on that property, mm-hmm. right? That's what you're seeing right now. But if you look at the bottom two third pricing, it's completely on fire. It's on fire. We talked to our clients that are selling $250,000 houses in you know Destin, Florida, and they're like, Hot they're cakes. like, we keep hearing people talk about this. What are they smoking out there? Like, what are you talking about? Like, we're on fire. We California, see the same thing all over same the country, thing, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, again, I, get, I can I get super heated on this cause there's so many people creating a negative narrative right now. Of course. And, and look like that may work in the stock market, write a bad article about Zillow or bank of America or some other company. And you know, if you have influence, maybe mm-hmm. you'll get the stock to adjust and you can short it and make some money. But in the residential real estate world and the commercial, forget the commercial real estate world. Right. Is that ever going to end? No. Was there even a bad part in 2008, 9, 10? Nope. I mean it's right so like people got to really get the
1: facts and and that's the part and you make a great point Tom you need to listen to your real estate professional that's educated. And that's where you come into play to keep them educated bingo. because the math and the metrics, how you frame the conversation yeah. with your clients yep. is paramount. Yes, If you talk about, here's what we're gonna do, there's gonna be some kind of correction. It's totally normal, here's mm-hmm. what it looks like. Yep. This is the part that's soft, but here's why. Yep. You give them more information yes. so they can make a quality decision yep. to list the price at here or there. Yep, bingo. And then you have the room And the expectations are set, so you're not like you said I was going to sell this for six million. Yeah, and we haven't even got an offer for five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the agent's fault. That's the realtor's fault. Hundred percent. Someone made a better sales pitch. Mm -hmm. It was the seller, not the agent. Hundred.
0: You know what's interesting too? You think about um, just just seller expectations, client expect. It's the same in every business, right? Of course. (laughs) At the end of the day, our job is to be the educator, the person that studies the facts, studies the numbers, and then displays it in a way that says, now Andy, this makes sense, how can we move forward? Our job is to help, like nobody wants to be sold. Nobody wants to be closed, right? We wanna be informed so we make a good decision,
1: move forward, and feel confident about it. There's a huge gap in the real estate market with exactly what you just said. I know. I think it's because there are people that don't want to invest in the time to get this crucial knowledge because it's been so hot for five, six years, yeah. They list it and sells. Yeah. Why do they have to invest in their yeah. own self education? What was your marketing plan? I hit enter in the MLS. Twelve offers. <laughs>
0: right. I must be really good. I should be yeah. a coach.
1: I'm the I'm the greatest. <laughs> I'm gonna create a seminar at online academy. Yes,
0: yes. It kills me. Yeah. Because but do you, but do you look at the way the, the real estate like the industry, like 1.3 million agents, NAR mm-hmm. and then maybe the other 1 million shadow people that are not a part of NAR, mm-hmm. right? And they, you know, maybe like yourself that they're you know, flipping and they're doing deals. I look at that NAR number of 1.3 million. Let's be clear, that is only there for one reason, lobbying. That's so, all it is. So, Give, get the dues, let's go lobby. And, and look at Bob Goldberg and, you know, the people that are running NAR, mm-hmm. I love you. This is not a knock on you, but let's, let's just call it for what it let's is, be right? Let's right? right. But then you look at the actual data and it's like half the people don't sell houses. Mm-hmm. Right. So you really don't have one point three million agents. You might have one point three million people paying dues and membership fees and that's great for lobbying. But six hundred thousand are selling a house. And then when you break that down, there's only forty three thousand people in the US that sold more than twenty five transactions. That's right. Right? You have to look at the
1: transactional data.
0: For sure. Period. The for end. sure. So so um I recently partnered with uh Steve Murray and a company called Real Trends. So they created the uh America's best real estate agents, which means you sold more than fifty homes. Mm-hmm. Or you did more than twenty million dollars in sales volumes to qualify to be on that list. That's fair. And then the top one thousand, we then published inside the Wall Street Journal, and we ranked them based upon you know solo agent or team transactions and volume, right? Mm-hmm. And just straight out of the MLS or straight from their brokers, right? Signed off and you know with all that integrity. But here's the deal on the America's Best. There's only fifteen thousand agents, so only fifteen. So there's forty-three thousand that sell twenty-five or more. There's only fifteen thousand that either do $20 million or more in volume. Now, remember that could be one house mm-hmm. in Beverly Hills, sure can. or 50 or more transactions. So it's it's a really
1: interesting time right now in real estate. I could not agree with you more. And it's a fun time. It's Absolutely. a fun time to get really educated. It's yes. a fun time to set a definitive marketing plan, maybe for the first time ever, yeah. that doesn't consist of dropping a pad of paper up on somebody's porch Bingo. when, you can literally digitally farm with Facebook ads and targeting like you talk about a lot. Yep. Massive part of my message. If you're not dominating your zip codes, yeah. based on that, you're just blowing it. Yeah. Instagram stories, you're using it as a, as a daily vlog to let your potential clients know what you do. Yep. Do you know how many deals I've got because I'm a good dad? For because sure. I'm home at three o'clock every day and I tell people yeah. like, oh, he's a good guy. As I'm doing what I say, I'm doing. Yeah, because you're relatable. <laughs> <Right>. You're real, <laughs> right. right? Well, and that's another big yeah. part that I talked to a yeah. lot of our clients about. I'm like, I just went, I just went to your Instagram. Yeah. And I saw perfect kitchen, perfect bathroom, perfect house, perfect door. Ba, ba, da, da, da. Yeah. yeah.
0: Where yeah. are Airbrush, you? Airbrushed photo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like,
1: come on, like people yeah. need to know this is a personal business. yeah, It's a transactional yeah. business yeah. based on relationships. Yeah. I don't care if you've sold two deals or 200, they're right. going to do business with you as a person. And
0: we're talking, we're not talking just real estate. We're talking agents, Everything. we're talking salespeople, just any, like at the end of the day, you know, we, we, like, you look at like the um, Google did a study a couple of years ago and I was up at like this real estate symposium with them and they're, they're mm-hmm. basically showing us all this data from Google's analytics on what's happening in the it's real the estate best. search game. It's phenomenal. Great relationships and wonderful people and thank them all the time. Mm-hmm. The, the number one thing that people are looking for is trust, right? So that shouldn't shock us, but it's 49% of their decision making processes. Do I trust you? Now the question becomes, Mm -hmm. how do you, how do you know if I trust you? If all I'm seeing is a static photo on a website with no video, no social, nothing but perfect photos. how, How do I get to know you? Your bio? Are you kidding me? like the reviews that you posted on your website, you mean the seven good ones that you put up there? Your homies? Right, exactly, like, thanks mom, thanks dad, right, <laughs> so thanks my exactly. assistant, like, exactly. you know, I think, what was the, there was an infomercial guy a million years ago actually went to jail because of that, because all of his testimonials were like, all his bullshit. niece, his nephew, his brother, no right, I mean, yes, way. scumbag, right? So, so the deal is, like, what you're talking about is, how do you create trust? When I started the, my YouTube channel a million years ago, mm-hmm. the goal was, like, I'm gonna put out all of my content for free, which mm-hmm. I got like this is 10-ish, 11 years ago, like competitors and friends and my dad calling me like, what, what are you the doing? are you doing? You're giving away the stuff that we all charge, 300, 500, 800, 1,000, and I'm like, look, I, I wanna help people. Like, truth. like the industry sucks. Like the more people that know what to do, the better. They're, they're not all gonna watch, they're not all gonna listen, but if I can just help that, that one gal who's a single mom in Indiana list two more houses, sell three more properties, get her financial house, if I can help that person, it's worth it for me to give it all away for free. Well, fast forward 10 years later, you know, millions of views, 240,000 followers, still doing the same exact thing, and at the end of the day, like, people know exactly who I am, it's trust, right? I am reliable for them, right? And, And even if I get on an airplane and I'm flying to some fancy place, like, whatever, like, some people would say that looks showy, and I would say, no, it's like 30 years of working my ass off and I choose not to fly coach, right? Like I have that option now, but they've seen my journey. It wasn't, it wasn't like that 10 years ago. It wasn't like that 20 years ago. It certainly wasn't like that 30 years ago, mm-hmm. right? But people evolve with you, right? You gotta create that trust. So Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, it's all a trust mechanism.
1: It's a strategy of trust. It's the biggest part of the first yeah. meeting that yeah. we usually have. Yeah. We have to establish trust and market. And they look at me like, well, everybody trusts me. Nope. No one knows you.
0: No. So is your phone ringing off the hook every single day? you getting come list me calls or people just trying to bang down your doors to do business with you. That would be trust.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And that you can track with Google oh. analytics. Bingo. You can track with YouTube Bingo. and Facebook. Yeah. You can tell if people actually trust you based mm-hmm. on their action. People vote with their credit cards. 1,000%. People vote with their emails and they call yep. you. People yep. vote when they want to opt into more information with you. Bingo. It's, it's never been. It's never been easier to build trust and market, mm-hmm. but it's still really difficult and takes a lot of time.
0: So, so transition and talk to us about, uh, you wrote this book, 100 Doors. Mm-hmm. So for the people that maybe haven't read it, they should get the book, mm-hmm. right? Is there an audio version of it also? Not yet, but it's coming. Okay, cool. So, so what, is, what was the sort of uh, inspiration for the 100 Doors?
1: A massive part was my mom. So my mom was third generation renter. I did not know that you could put 3.5% down and buy a four unit building. Yeah. I was in a huge board meeting with all these lenders and mortgage brokers and I was pretty green in real estate. And this one lender, he gets up and he starts talking about 3.5% FHA financing on these three and four unit buildings. And I literally stood up and stopped the whole meeting. Does that loan product still exist today? Yep. Yeah.
0: It is one of, I just want to be clear that like people were like this, this wasn't just 2011, 12.
1: No, it's been yeah. around forever. Yeah. And there's also stuff with VA and like, isn't that, is it owner occupied? You have to owner occupy. Yeah. It used to be two years. Now it's only one. Yeah. If you're not educating your clients on this space, you're leaving a massive amount of money on the
0: talking space. about like, like working with a millennial who's thinking about buying their first place. And you're like, look, <laughs> like, like, I mean, one of my closest friends in high school, sadly got hit on his moped and the parents were smart enough to take the money, right, the $500,000 he got, and bought him a duplex on PCH in Newport in 1989.
1: Love that story. Uh,
0: I'm like, so Mike, where you been? He's like, I'm still traveling the world surfing. He's That's 48, right. he's never had a job.
1: He that just serves in to his to rent, it's fantastic. He got hit by a car, he's got a nice little, like, you know, huge chunk of cash, and we're gonna buy him a four unit building. Like.
0: <laughs> Do not buy dumb <laughs> shit. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) That's just my advice to all people. Stop buying dumb shit.
1: So I have a massive message to all the millennials out there. For one, it's a very easy read. It's called the hundred doors. It's only a hundred pages. It's free on my website. You can download it in whatever language you want to read it. Love it. It is so easy to read it. It literally will take you half a day.
0: AndyDaneCarter.com. AndyDaneCarter.com. Get the free book.
1: It's an awesome book. But what's cool is my mom was always a renter. Yeah she didn't understand that if she saved and she could have bought the duplex that we were living in when I was a kid for like a hundred grand. Yeah. They're 800 now. Her retirement would have looked very different.
0: So have you seen that stat by the way? Yeah. So the, you know, if somebody buys a house versus doesn't buy a house, Mm -hmm. their net worth is $6,000. If they buy a house, it's $300,000, right? No house, house. So love it. So, so the origin was your mom, but what's the concept of the book? What, what's the message you're trying to get across inside this hundred doors?
1: Is that, you can build generational wealth. You can become an investor if you're a real estate agent. You need to start thinking like an investor because sometimes you get the deals before anybody else. You have a huge advantage. But for me, it's this passive cash flow income. And you can do it anywhere in the country, but it's building up a hundred doors where they're cash flowing roughly a thousand dollars a door. So you're making a hundred yeah. grand a month in passive income.
0: So Andy, everybody says the same thing, right? And it's not a hundred grand net, right? It's no. minus your costs and expenses everybody, and yes. right. So just want to be clear. Um, but a lot of people will say, and, and you know, I coach these wildly successful agents that, that are generating, you know, 200,000 to 20 million right I mean it's just unbelievable how much revenue that they can create actually no one big team making the 20 right but mm-hmm. you know still you're talking about gobs and gobs and gobs of income and they say the same thing over and over again yeah but I can't buy in my area because it's too expensive bullshit well first of all so so tell me more what do, okay. what do you say to that person
1: I say you're wrong that's a story that's in your head and let's yeah. get to the truth yeah and I'll usually pull up the MLS right in their face yeah. and find underperforming Tons of assets that the rents are too low. Yep. The price is way too high. Mm-hmm. And I go and I contact the seller. Yeah, If it's listed, I go and contact the real estate professional and we start talking. Yeah, I like buys where the rents are grossly low. I also like ones that it might be the second generation or third generation that's looking to cash out. Yeah, There's so many little tips and tricks and hacks if you're willing to put in the work to get the data.
0: Do you have a buy box that you recommend? As far as? Like, you know, you, you know, like all these companies that I'm talking to that are out raising hundreds of millions of dollars cause they want to go buy real estate, you know, direct from consumers mm-hmm. as the broker. Right? So they've got a buy box. We mm-hmm. buy three bedroom, two bath, this square foot that would rent for this much that I can fix or flip for $15,000 as an example. Like that's their buy box. Yes. When you're buying multi-unit and it sounds like you're not buying like hundredplexes, hundred plexes, you're buying duplexes and four plexes. And is that correct?
1: Yeah. Actually we go as high as 30 units. Okay. But, that's just because that's where we're comfortable. Yeah. Like the bath is the same. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So so what's the buy box for you? For us, it's we like at least two bedrooms, one bath. Mm-hmm. We like some kind of value add. Yeah. The so value, no no
0: single like, you know, lofts, you know, buying we don't eight buy condos, with like a bunch of houses. one bedrooms, right? No. Yeah.
1: There's there's some some that we do mm-hmm. if they're huge. So the yeah. square footage is massive. Yeah. We can chop a two-bedroom into a three-bedroom because we're gonna. Like there's so many awesome old school buildings that you can take the dining room and you convert them as long as you have parking in certain cities. We like the value at play because it's not that expensive to get a lot of money out. What a lot of people don't understand is this cool thing called the gross rent multiplier. Look that up on YouTube. When you understand that for every certain amount that you raise the rents, you have just appreciated that asset and then the bank will Give you back your cash once you hit a certain metrics. Yes. So we look at that first and foremost. These rents are grossly low. We're going to go in there. We're going to raise all the rents. We're still going to keep the rents below market. And then we're going to get all of our cash back in 12 months to 24 months tops. Yeah. When you do that well over and over again, and your cash on cash investments are getting pulled back out to reinvest somewhere else, it's the best. Yes. And it's possible, but you have to start telling yourself a different story. I can't buy in my zip code is just not true. Yeah, I buy stuff in the hottest market where the cap rates are 1.9 and I'll still find a deal.
0: Yeah. They're yeah. there. It's, it's again, you know, the, the same methodology for me investing in companies. You look mm-hmm. at like 30, 40 deals and maybe you pick one. Mm-hmm. You're looking at maybe a hundred, right. right? Or hundreds mm-hmm. to find the one. And I think that's an important distinction, maybe for the, there's so many people that are listening to this that are clients of ours that are the most sophisticated residential real estate agents on the planet. They Mm -hmm. know their market, they know the trends, they know the data, like they are just, they're the true professionals. And many of them, when you start talking about real estate investing, they go, like they just- Nothing. Because they have applied themselves Mm -hmm. so so with all of their heart and all their might here, and they just haven't applied themselves here. And the, the advice that I always give them is read. Go to YouTube, study, watch, like, don't get stuck in this. Don't, don't be that agent that finds a smoking hot deal and says, I'm going to put this in the MLS and it's sell for two seconds. No, it's a smoking hot deal. Buy it or flip it to somebody else, get it under contract and sell it to somebody else and make a margin.
1: Berkshire Hathaway has a program for their in-house agents. Yes. That's awesome. And I yep. love Warren. Yep.
0: They'll give you- My a buddy, by the way, my personal client was named CEO of the whole thing today. Ron Peltier became oh, awesome. executive chairman, and big shout out to Gino Bafari, who's my like 21-year personal coaching client. It's now CEO of the whole thing.
1: Love yeah. that company. sorry. No, it's but it's that's great, because that speaks to their investing in their talent, Correct. which is awesome, and I like how they're so agent-friendly with certain things like- we're going to give you the tools to do your first flip if you yeah. want yep. or buy your first investment yep. property. That is so empowering. What a lot of people do in the luxury real estate space, they just put their head down for that. Yeah. What most people do that are selling homes that are five, 10, 20 million, most of the people that own those homes might have a commercial property or two, yeah. might have some multifamily. Oh yeah. You might be able to sell them a couple million in just that every year if you're that guy or gal. Bingo. Bingo. Bingo.
0: It's all about being informed, right? At the end of the day, it like, and, I, and I, I want to make sure my clients that are listening know, like like I know how hard they worked mm. to become the men and women that they are and so respected and so revered in their marketplace. And I'm asking them just to consider, I know some agents that were wildly successful, but not with their money, right? And that this is just a vehicle. Like when you talk about the hundred doors, to me, I just think of stable, steady, remove the stress. Like we talk about like municipal bonds, like mm-hmm. buying stuff that is just you know, 4% return, just safe, easy. A duplex, a fourplex, an eightplex is that same kind of safe returns for decades, right? Put
1: decades. it in your family trust and give it to your kids. There's an awesome story that I, that I love. It's, it's my friend's dad, he's a plumber. Never made more than $40,000 in a year ever. Yeah. He bought a duplex in Long Beach and he bought his house. Yeah. He exchanged the duplex twice into a four and then into an eight and just retired at 56, yep. sold everything, made $3 million off of his equity of both, just two properties, yeah. yep. bought a $400,000 beautiful place in upstate New York, yep. 46 acres, has the rest invest in those bonds. He's getting mm-hmm. kicked off four and 6%. Yeah,
0: no state taxes, no, no federal taxes.
1: He's crushing it. Yeah. and. He bought two pieces of real estate in his whole entire life as a plumber. Yeah, He knew the importance of owning dirt and buildings yeah. and stuff because you can't work, like there's only so much you can do in a day. Yeah, But when your assets start grossly performing for you, that's what, when it gets fun. The only reason why if you're a real estate professional and you're listening to this is fear. You're, you're not yep. doing this out of fear. When you have a high-end client or a first-time home buyer and you just have the conversation of what's the difference between buying a home, buying a condo, and buying a duplex, and what are the pros and cons? You are now the expert.
0: Bingo. It's like it's like 6 years ago in the world of social media. The guy or gal that knew one more thing than everybody That's else right. was the social media guru. <laughs> genius, right? So so wrapping up this uh this interview and thank you, you know, for sharing so Thanks much. For me. What's the one piece of advice you would give to uh, the agent, the entrepreneur, the you know, the mortgage, the loan officer, could be an insurance agent. Listen sure. to this right now. What's the one piece of advice to get started?
1: You have to educate yourself. No one's going to educate you you have to go out and practice this stuff. Yeah. You can't read about push Don't outsource it. Don't outsource yeah. this yeah. part. Yeah. You need to understand it. You need to look up on mm-hmm. YouTube what a gross rent multiplier is. What's yeah. a cap rate? Yeah. Why is it important? Yeah. And if you feel grossly overwhelmed, good. Yeah. Take a breath. Stay in a growth mindset. Stay in the process mm-hmm. and just learn more. You're gonna get better. Yeah. Every athlete was awful in the beginning. Every Every real estate professional was terrible when they started. Yep. Look at where you're at now. Yeah. Give yourself permission to grow. Yeah. Give yourself permission to do whatever you want. But the multifamily real estate space isn't going anywhere in this no. country.
0: No. 49% of all Americans rent. Like that space
1: is never going away. Ever. Yeah. Like as long I'm as we to need put sh- a huge den to yeah. it. Yeah. As long as, but, as we yeah. need
0: shelter, right? That's <laughs> long, right. That's yeah. what I told
1: you. I yeah. will always invest in real estate as long as people want to live inside. Yeah. I love that line.
0: Let's (laughs) let's end on that. Andy Dane Carter. uh, They should follow you on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. They should absolutely go to your website, download your book. Thank you, my friend. Thanks for your contribution and just being the person you are.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm super easy to find. It's just my name, Andy Dane Carter, across all platforms. Love it, man. Thanks, Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Appreciate it.
0: Hey, thanks so much for watching. If you enjoyed today's show, you're going to love to get involved with our hub community. This is an opportunity for you to get access to the very best CRM available for agents like you to build their business. For more information, just go to tomferry.com and click on the hub.